The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 13th of August. In your squeeze today, a freak tree fall in Melbourne. Hong Kong Airport is in chaos. JB Hi-Fi's profit. And changing the name of cheese. This is your squeeze today. Starting with what can only be described as a freak accident, 36-year-old Alison Milner was killed after a tree fell on her in Parkville in Melbourne. She was walking along Prince's Park in Melbourne, which anyone who knows Melbourne um, knows that it's just close there near the city. Uh, Mm. She was a health researcher at Melbourne University and reports say that she was very well regarded and people are just completely shocked by her death. The tree was a 106-year-old Elm Tree, and it was the second case of this happening in the last week. Angie Sarati, a mother of two, was killed by a falling tree whilst driving on a highway in the Yarra Ranges last week. Last night, Hong Kong Airport cancelled all departing flights as pro-democracy demonstrators took over the arrivals hall. They had been at the airport over the weekend, by all reports, handing out information to travellers, but it was when about 5,000 protesters came to the airport yesterday afternoon uh, that saw the cancellation of about 160 flights. There's uh, some very fascinating photos about exactly Mm. what 5,000 people in the arrivals and departures hall of an airport look Mm. like. They were fairly well packed in. Um, Demonstrators were also, uh, many of them, wearing eye patches and that was in solidarity with a woman who reports say was shot in the eye by police uh, with a beanbag round on Sunday. She's become a bit of an emblematic figure of the last couple of days of the protest that's rising against police violence. Uh, Also um, of note, Britain and the US have called for calm. And of course, our government last week, for anyone who's planning a trip to Hong Kong, raised the travel warning to exercise a high degree of caution. According to officials, billionaire hedge fund manager Jeffrey Epstein was not properly monitored before he committed suicide in custody on Saturday. There was an initial report that has made its way into the hands of the media and what it says is that guards should have checked on him every 30 minutes and that didn't happen. Also, he should have had a cellmate. Um, That's because he uh, apparently attempted suicide about three weeks earlier uh, and a cellmate would have given um, someone um, the opportunity to really shout out if something was happening there. So uh, lots of anger about how he was able to be left free yeah. and clear to commit suicide if, if in fact that's what's happened. Israel Folau is in court for the first time today where he's seeking up to $10 million in damages from his former employers, Rugby Australia and the New South Wales Waratahs. Yesterday, his Instagram and Twitter accounts, which are front and centre of the case and though are now reinstated, were briefly taken down. Reports this morning say that his backers um, don't really have much oversight into what happened there, uh, but there was some concern, of course, with his case kicking off uh, with its first sort of direct hearing today that uh, taking those uh, accounts down could be seen as some kind of admission uh, that he's done the wrong thing. So they're back up again. Um, Falau um, has claimed, of course, that those accounts uh, aren't connected to his employment as a rugby player and he would really like to get back on the field. Last year, nine 
bought Fairfax and in that deal they also inherited a majority stake in Macquarie Radio. So we're talking the likes of 2GB, 4BC, 3AW, etc. Now it looks like Nine is set to take over the whole thing. That's what they're hoping to do. They want to get their hands on that 44.5% stake that remains. Uh, it's made an offer uh, of about $113, $114 million for those shares. Uh, that offer was below the price, quite significantly below the price that Macquarie Media was trading for on the stock exchange yesterday but Macquarie's uh, indication that it was willing to accept that offer uh, saw its share price fall uh, almost 20% yesterday to meet that proposed price. So there's some investors uh, who hold shares in Macquarie who aren't too happy about that. And how about JB Hi-Fi? Yesterday, it bucked the retail trend and reported that its profits for the last financial year had risen over 7% to almost $250 million. They say that um, people heading out particularly at the end of financial year to, you know, buy their printers for their businesses, that sort of thing with quite a few small business and business tax offsets in the offering uh, were what really drove some really good revenue and sales for them. Interesting to see too that apparently their retailing of vinyl records has really been a strong growth area for them. But yes, they were the best um, performer on the ASX 200 yesterday and their share price rose almost 10%. Well, to think I was going to make a joke that it wasn't CDs and DVDs people were buying, but... Yeah, go go even more retro. Yeah, yeah. maybe they'll come back like <laughs> records have. Who knows? Who knows? A European trade deal may see the banning here in Australia of the names of some popular deli items. Our government has been negotiating with the European Union on a free trade deal, which causes, um, you know, good preparation for us with Brexit and all sorts of things happening. Mm. So one of the things that has been indicated uh, to the government is that there's about 236 names of foods um, that have some kind of geographical reference in Europe um, that they would like to quarantine and really not allow Australian producers to be able to use them. This happened with wine, you might remember, about 20 years ago when we stopped. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And there were quite a few um, sort of, you know, like burgundies and all sorts of wines that we had to drop those what they call geographical indicators on. We're talking about like feta? Feta, uh, Parmigiano-Reggiano, Gorgonzola, uh, Prosciutto di Parma, all sorts of things. So that full list is going to be released by the government today and can expect a lot of producers to uh, put up their hand in protest over that. They're going to call it Australian feta. I'll still buy it. Oh, Fed is awesome. I'll still buy yeah, it. Yeah, totally. And just to finish, if you don't know who BTS are, absolutely no judgment from us, of course, because we quite often don't know who famous people are. <laughs> <laughs> but they're basically the biggest boy band since One Direction. They're the biggest band in the world at the moment. They're Korean and they're credited with bringing K-pop or Korean pop to the US. They were the first uh, K-pop band to have a number one in the US and uh, actually looking at some of the things last night, it looks like they've matched the Beatles record of having three number ones in the US in a, in a single year. So they're really huge. They have a really devoted fan base and it was uh, fascinating yesterday to see their reaction um, to the announcement that BTS are going to have a couple of months break. You would think that um, the Legion of fans 
fans would be really devastated. But no, they were very, very supportive and really wanted them to rest up and come back in really good form. Stronger than ever. They don't actually sing in English, so I'm looking uh, forward to the email subject line being a lyric from one of their songs. <laughs> well, I did go through um, quite a bit of that, but given the Beatles link, and you know that I'm a big Beatles okay. fan, All right. um, what I've gone for is a Beatles song and the lyric, um, I'm so tired, I haven't slept a wink. And, of course, these guys have been going since 2013. So everyone's saying they definitely deserve a bit of a break. Well, that works. Fine. I was looking forward to you speaking Korean, but that's all right. I really wasn't looking forward to that. That's all from us today. Plenty more in the Squeeze Today email. If you read the email every day this week, you'll go in the draw to win a $100 country road voucher. Kathy Kozlowski from Victoria was the winner of last week's Woolies voucher. Big thanks from us, Kathy, for reading every day. That's it from us. Enjoy your Tuesday and we'll talk to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Com.au.